Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I am your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. Hey guys doing? Doing well, Chris. Uh, hopefully our audio sounds well to everyone out there. If anyone is on YouTube, let us know. We don't want to have to, I don't want to have to edit afterwards, but I think we sound good. We checked it ourselves and we got a, the NBA is back. We had games last night. Um, we're doing at post all-star break, top 10 power rankings for our team, for the teams in the NBA. Um, and we're just, we're just going to run through it and start the conversation there. So we're going to start off at number 10 and work our way up. And at number 10, a team that has been struggling, but I couldn't keep off the list just because of their talent and the potential with all three of the players playing together is the Phoenix Suns. Okay, I did a little higher, actually. Really? Okay. We got a. I don't know if you watched the the Suns Mavs game last night of the the TNT game, but that was like a. It felt like a perfect game that describes the Suns' entire season, where, like, there are stretches of the game where where they can't miss a shot, and they look like the best team in the world, and then. The next three minutes, they throw the ball away six times and can't get a stop on defense. And it's like, when they're playing their best, they're unbeatable. But it's just like, we talked about it before. They need a freaking point guard to run their offense. And that, yeah, that like, I don't think they're easy. any better with Beal on the floor than they are with him off it. So it's just like, it, the talent is there. It's just not the right selection of guys. So that's where I'm at with this team. Yeah, I, I agree the same way. They win. When all the guys are hitting their shots, as you said, they're all great offensive players. They're all uh, they're all able to make their own shot and play their own game, but they need that the guy to to facilitate and the guy to to get the ball to everyone. And when you're running Bradley Beal and Devin Booker as your point guards, it's just not gonna it, it you're, the flow of basketball is not gonna be the same as if you had a real point guard. Like even like even if they had like mm-hmm. a I know he's complete he's out of the league like now, but couple of years ago rondo someone like that someone who could just pass yeah. the ball get some rebounds play some defense um and pat dev type even yeah he was available at the deadline uh could have had him but they had no i mean they they really had like no assets to go out but yeah, yeah even cal like even a i mean i hate cal lowry i wouldn't want him on my team i'm not gonna lie even if i'm the the sons that need a point guard they'll they're gonna try to find a make a way to make it work and what worries me is in the playoffs when you have seven games of a team without a point guard, I think you're going to be able to figure that out pretty quickly. Yeah. That's the thing is like, if you can, you can win, you can win a lot of games on just talent alone. And they have it eventually. They and have I have the talent. And yeah, they have it. They have arguably more talent than anybody outside of probably the Clippers. Um, but I know I've made this point a couple of times about how, this isn't quite the same NBA as we had a couple of years ago, and it's not just the super team-driven league where a team like the Nuggets last year, where all those guys play such complimentary basketball night in and night out, those teams are, are harder to stop than the teams that have just the three superstars. Because I think it's it's much harder to game plan for. That, and I think- they don't have a guy who can do, who has like, three huge strengths like Jokic does passing rebound and, and, and scoring. And when, when you have a team like 
the the Nuggets, who have all cohesive parts that know how to work together, you can switch up the game plan on the fly, and you can say, oh, instead in mm-hmm. game in game two, like this is what we saw in game one. In game two, this is how we got attacked differently. With the superstar teams, it's always like we're just gonna play our type of ball, and like you know, yeah. and we're gonna run it through the stars, and um, there's there's easier to figure out, as you said, easier to game plan. Uh, so yeah. well, it's also like if Booker has an off night, then it's all on Durant. Yeah. Or if Durant has an all off night, it's all on Booker. <laughs> and Beal, and I guess. Beal, throw him <laughs> in there. Yeah, why not? But it's like it's also the defense with this team that that worries me a little bit, especially come playoff time. Like right right now, they're 14th in defense, and and just all all the stats that I'm getting are just from like NBA.com. The like advanced they have great stats, stats but it's just defensive rating is the only thing I'm looking at. Defensive and offensive rating. I so love they're the middle of the pack on... in defense right now. You what? I said I, I love the stats on NBA.com. I'm not gonna lie. I think their yeah their stats page is amazing. You can you can go down a rabbit hole and oh, just yeah. like cherry pick stats. Find a way to make the Wizards the best team in the league. Yeah. Well, if you look at this this one stat, that actually be pretty tough. <laughs> they do lead the league in pace. I saw. <laughs> what I was looking for. What? There you how go. the hell the, do you the most you, fun team to watch? How do you measure pace? Like shots per oh, minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. And they play such bad defense that they're always <laughs> they're always in transition. They're, yeah, they're basically always yes. in transition basketball. Yeah, no, they because they never set up a defense. So is that your uh, number ten? Anyway, no, oh, no they're what the Wizards? <laughs> yeah, the Wizards. <laughs> With Jordan Poole coming off the bench, they're now a top ten team. <laughs> but um, anyway, so that's that's my riff on the Suns. So who's your number ten team? I have the Knicks. Oh, okay. This is a team that's like <coughs> just outside of that window of being a real championship contender, but. For the first time that I can remember, they're actually doing things the right way as an organization, and they're banged up right now, which also doesn't help the rankings. They were they're really hot before the break for a little while. Um, I'm, I'm sure that kind of run isn't sustainable, but this is a team that could it could easily be a top four team in the East and maybe even better. I I love Brunson. I think they've surrounded him with. With good complimentary guys, I just think that eventually they're they're not going to have enough talent to go deeper in the playoffs. So that's why they're kind of they're out on that that bubble. I I agree with what you're saying. I have them a little bit higher than you, and during okay. the rest of this regular season, I think they're going to be spectacular. I think they're probably going to end end the season as I mean, hell, they could catch up to the two seed if, if they if they really. Mm-hmm. you know kept going with this pace and as you were saying Brunson is the he's the man in New York right now completely owns that city and they they've put in the the right pieces around him they're building this team correctly everything you said and the worry piece is come playoff time is is Julius Randle going to be you know pouting on the sidelines and getting benched in the fourth quarter when well, is he even going to be out there yeah like he he might, he could be shut down for the year. He has to get surgery, which apparently is not ruled out yet. Oh, I didn't know so that. That would be a, a pretty big blow. 
That would be a big blow. I don't they, know if there's they, that's they just like some something he said, and it's like, oh, you never know. Or uh, I was saying they need some they need some defense help too. Where especially if they don't have Randall, and they're going to be facing big players like um, you know, I mean, if Embiid's healthy, but I actually no, he's out for the year, right? Done, completely done. Confirmed. No, and I think Embiid's coming back at some point. Right possible for the playoffs. Unless there's an update. But Giannis and, you know, the Celtics have a bunch of size. They're going to need just the big body of Julius Randle out there. So. Yeah. I think Robinson should be coming back soon, I think, which which helps them a lot in the front court on defense. Yeah, they, and, and he's just like an old school big man. Mm-hmm. Just like stand in the paint, block shots, get boards. Whereas Randle can stretch the floor out a little more. But they need, like, that's a must. They have to get those guys back on the floor. Mm-hmm. They need to play. I think that's, like, that's, that's going to hold them back. I mean, like, Randall's their freaking second-best player. So, that's a pretty big deal. But they're they're in the, the right direction, 100%. They're, they're doing the right yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're, they're, they have the player to build around in, Brun- in Brunson, and they know it. Um, this, off, this playoffs and this offseason is going to be a big telling sign to – like they've already they they've already shown that they wanted to upgrade. They've gotten OG Ananobi. They've got Bogdan Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. Um, is Randall on the table this summer for some some bigger fish? I, yeah, I think if there's going to be a big move, it comes this summer. Because I don't think I think this playoff is going to show that they're they're not ready. And with this core around Brunson, like there's there's a ceiling, and it's not defined. That's my my belief, at least. I could be wrong, but I agree. I think. This is, I mean, the the Knicks fans themselves are talking about Eastern Conference Finals, talking about uh, going to the finals. Possible. It is possible. Um, but I, I think there's definitely a world where they get punched in the mouth round one. Yeah. And and shown that they need a little bit more than what they have right now. But I do, I do like their team a lot. All right, number All nine. All right, you're number nine. Who you got? This might shock some people. It's not going to shock you. Uh, it's the Miami Heat. Number nine. Okay. <laughs> they, I, I, uh, don't, I just don't care what their regular season looks like. I know. I, I get I know. it. I, I understand. Um, and if the Celtics get to one seed, which they're pretty much locked into the one seed, I, I'm praying that the, the Heat get the seventh seed. <laughs> Just praying. You can't lose to him again. No, no way. It's not yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> I just can't do it. I can't do it I anymore. Uh, so <laughs> I don't care what they're. They still have three great players on their team. Uh, they got Scary Terry in, on the trade deadline. They they have the pieces. They'll be there. They have Hame Hakez. They're they're yep. going to be a tough out in this playoffs, no matter what. Uh, no matter what they've looked yeah. like this this whole regular season. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't put them on my list just because I was I was focusing more on like what these teams look like right now. Mm-hmm. Um which is why like the Sixers aren't on my list. But I did I threw the heat an honorable mention just because like if we were doing this uh power rankings in like mid April, right before the playoffs started, and I was just ranking like the team basically the teams that i don't want to see in the playoffs the heat would definitely be on my list 
probably even higher than mine. Oh, I didn't know they got Delon right. They signed him like like yeah, the Wizards bought him out. Damn, of course the Heat had to do it. Uh, <laughs> they're just like they're they're it's thirty. Like eight a game. They're thirty and twenty five, and they're all their their points per game is like twenty seventh. They're uh, just almost everything about them screams that they're mediocre, but this is the same, the same thing as last year. So mm-hmm. I I can't deal with this anymore. Can't do it. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean they're objectively mediocre. Yeah. By by every metric, mm-hmm. maybe even like below like 22nd in offensive rating. Uh, they are ninth in defense. In let's see, in net rating, they're 17th. So, yeah, nothing special about this team. But you're right; like it, it does not matter. They'll find a way to be there. They will find a way to be there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, what's your number nine? I have the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, you know, like the more I think okay. about it, and we'll get to this team too, but the Cavs are a pretty good comparison for the Timberwolves, just on in the other conference. Like if you think about how that team is structured, like I yeah. think the Cavs have a little more firepower on offense. Um, but like you got the two bigs, they're they're third in defense, and then you have one like incredible scorer, and then like when he's off, you you struggle a little bit. Like like Garland's obviously a really good point guard, but he's not he's not on Mitchell's level. Um. And this is kind of another team where it's like they're right on that bubble where I think their ceiling is probably Eastern Conference Finals just from a, a talent standpoint. I think that this this roster construction, like, there's no reason to break it up because it's been so successful just winning basketball games. Um, but, like, this is this is a test this year because this is, this is the second year with Mitchell or third. I believe it's a second. Okay. But there's already, like, buzz about him leaving, right? Yeah, I, I think at the end of this year, he is a... Is he, he, he might have one year left. But regardless, like, time... It feels like time is ticking on this, this current roster construction. And, like, if they can't get deeper in the playoffs this year, then, then Mitchell's probably gone. Yeah, he has the next two seasons. He has a player option for 25-26. Okay. And I would I would assume that he would be just pushing to leave. Yeah. He'll be a free agent in 2025. So, next season. Gotcha. Okay. So, it's at, so, he's locked into one more year. And it's that NBA, like, the now, nowadays, the stars, especially, like, guys like I guess I guess it's, we assume guys like Mitchell who get a lot of money and score a lot of points and are really good at basketball. Those guys have used the the year before free agency as their own leverage as like a pre agency. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you better trade me or else you're gonna lose me for nothing in free agency. Yeah. So, well, we maybe we can see some of that going down. And you when you like, it's gonna be. Every time that Garland and Mitchell are on the floor together, it's like they're both making each other a little bit worse. 
Yeah, I mean that stretch where Garland was out, like Mitchell. Yeah, was Mitchell was an MVP candidate. Like. Yeah. So, yeah, it is a weird situation. And it's with the front court. It's almost the same situation because uh, Evan Mobley is yet to develop a jump shot, so he's pretty much the same role as Jared Allen. Wow! Yeah, Allen can freaking shoot. So (laughs) you can't have two non-shooting centers at the floor at the same time, and (laughs) two ball handling point guards on the floor at the same time. So they they have to come with a decision on which two they're taking, really, and. Like, I guess you could keep the model for another year, but, like, the reason why Minnesota works with two big men is because Carl Anthony Towns can actually shoot the ball and shoot the three pretty mm-hmm. well. He calls himself the best shooting big man of all time. So, but I mean, you want a three-point contest. He did win a three-point contest. So, you need to see that step up from Evan Mobley uh, and really just, like, clear defined roles within the team. Which would, would which would scare me with them, but I have them like that. Being said, I have them at eight. Their talent is, is there, and like, I loved what Mitchell looked like with without without Carly out there. I think that's a good point. Is that like if we're doing the Timberwolves comparison, they do they do fit better together. Where this team, it's like it's almost like you're jamming them in there. Like I feel like Mobley should be. A true center, mm-hmm. but he's playing next to Allen, and like Mitchell's not a point guard, but he's like he could be your point guard, and Garland could also play shooting guard. Like he's not that that prototypical point guard. Um, although I don't know if he's big enough to play play shooting guard. Yeah, he's only six one. Um, he's got to play point. But yeah, it it will be interesting to see how how they handle that. I, I mean I, I like it's a it's a better problem than most teams have. They have redundant talent. That's true. Compared to no talent. Yeah. So they they should they yeah. should and hopefully they can they can pull off a move where like both teams actually benefit. Mm-hmm. As as rare as those are. Kinda like when when Tyrese Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox were on the same team and it was like almost both teams won when yeah. Halliburton got traded and Savonis went there. Um, right. Yeah. 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 Exactly like that. So that could definitely be their that that could definitely be their future. Yep. And that was your number nine. I like that comparison. That was nine. My wait. My you said eight. that you had them at eight. Yeah. My eight's Cleveland. So we just went through that. Okay. All right. I had the Suns at eight too. We already talked about. All right. I think I had them a little higher than you just based on talent. Like I couldn't put the Cavs or next ahead of them. That makes sense. Like when I line up Kevin Durant and Booker up against Brunson or Mitchell, it's like since we already brought back I don't really care what the rest of the team looks like. The Suns for a second. Did you see last night's game? The woman and the dude who called Kevin Durant a, a bitch yes. on the sideline right when he was running out. So for everyone who doesn't know, he he was running out of the tunnel. They they have courtside seats. Uh, she calls him a bitch. And he walks over, and he's like, "Excuse me." Was like, it her or him? They called him that. Pretty sure it's her. Look like her. Uh, Just left her hand out there too. Yeah, she was. She comes like he comes up, comes to confront him. She like comes to try to dap him up. Oh, Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh my God, they're wearing Mavs. Mavs. He just starts slobbing him. Yeah, exactly. And the guy, 
he ruins it for the whole industry. He goes, I got a sports podcast. Yeah, and, he then, and then that, and yeah. then and then Kevin walks away immediately. No. Just completely ruined it for all of us. Uh, I I personally never. That was a bad felt, look for podcasters. I I was when I watched that I was like it, I like this is a bad look on me. Like I feel bad. Like yeah, this is a bad I, look. I, I know it, <laughs> we would never say that about Kevin Durant. Also, I I I I will chuckle the the college players, but. I, I don't ever like you're never gonna call them a, a directly a bitch like that's just lame. I'm sure people do that's that all the time. Kevin Durant and it's Kevin Durant, yeah, and he's professionals. Like I, I, yeah. of course, I don't think I'll ever be close enough where any professional can hear me. But if I did, that's true, yeah, that's I would lottery, especially nice the parlay. <laughs> like if it's George Niang, like sure, maybe you could call him a bitch. But like this is Kevin Durant. What George Niang? But Grant Williams. Grant Williams, yeah, exactly. So I'm like. Some role player, like you could probably get away with that, but you can't get away with calling Kevin Durant. A you also like, you gotta know that he's probably gonna stop. Oh yeah, you say that he's petty. Like, you gotta know he's petty. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah for, for like a sport, if it was a playoffs, I would be okay with it. Okay, yeah, like all right, yeah, get in his head. Yeah, get in his head. That that would make sense. Oh, I don't like that's not even getting in his head. Like people calling him a bitch every day. I know. Online on Twitter all the time. He doesn't like it though. Clearly, clearly he doesn't. Which like is it. really funny. I mean, like I wouldn't like it, but in all fairness. No, I would. That that, that does, I I completely like agree with, with Kevin. A lot there. of conversations about it. Yo, yeah, but I I hundred percent agree with Kevin in there. I would walk up to him right away. The hell you doing? You should have just said, "How much money did you pay for these seats?" Yeah, because of me. Yeah, to come see me. You know, a Georgia. This is getting off on a tangent real quick, but when Georgia beat us at home, when the one of the Georgia players was like, "Uh, you got like when we were like yelling at him during the during the warmups, he was like, you guys paid to watch me play, and we were like, we paid nothing, man. Like we were just like we didn't we didn't pay shit. Nor did we come here to see you. But, uh, that that's that yeah. Tickets are free, pal. Yeah, so yeah, look it up, bud. Tickets are free. <laughs> All right, to keep this this ball moving, I have the Knicks at seven, so go ahead with your seven. Okay. Uh, I have the Mavs at seven. Um, Ooh, okay. Did you leave them out, or did you have them? I didn't have them. I didn't have them. Okay. All right, good. Because I, I honestly, I wanted to put them higher. And I couldn't just because of like Ooh, okay. where they're at in the standings right now and what their their ratings are. But this team, like, I think this could be the year that the Mavs really take a step forward. Like, I don't, I don't understand how Luca is not one in the MVP race. He has the best numbers out of anyone. I would agree with that. And I guess he's, like he's insane. You can't argue that like. I guess you could say shy is like they've had a, a much better year and they're the two seed, but Luca's almost averaging a triple double, which is like what Jokic is averaging. But he's averaging like ten more points than Jokic is. I I actually don't understand it, and I might I might bet on him to win. So I feel like as much as people love Luca, it's like he's he's fourth in the MVP ladder somehow, which just doesn't make any sense to me. But like this team is watching them play offense is unbelievable. Yeah, and they they really have gotten the right pieces. It seems like around them. 
after this trade deadline. Like clearly, Grant Williams wasn't working out, mm-hmm. um, and they they upgraded with PJ Washington and um, Daniel Gafford, and they've needed they needed some players like that to help them on defense specifically. So if those could come into fruition, and Kyrie and Luca can just score all the points, like nobody else has to score on this team. Like just give those two the ball, no. and everyone else just play defense and hit your shots when they pass it to you guys. Uh, yeah, all you have to do is hit wide open threes because when he takes it into the paint, he's got three guys on him, and he's mm-hmm. gonna find you every time. If he doesn't just take the end one bucket, which no, is and, just and, so easy. For, like I don't, I don't think no one other than like Harden is is that good at end ones. Yeah, he he's figured it out. He's completely figured it out. The, it's just like those little baby hesitations that throw guys off. It's and so stoppage, easy for him. The stopping body control is unbelievable. Yeah. So. Yep. When you like, they have they they've gotten actually like I I don't I don't know much about Josh Green. I won't lie. Doesn't seem like he does. He doesn't he's he doesn't bomb. move me at all. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't move me at all. Um, but he's still young, and if they could just fill out that role, that like small mm-hmm. forwardish role, that's all they really need. And I guess or a second yep. guard and have Luca play the, the small forward as he's built to go as. A guard that he's a point guard that's you know uh, like two hundred something pounds, but two thirty six seven point guard. Anyways, uh, he is hilarious to look, to look at. Yeah, he's he's a little pudgy. No, he's a lot pudgy. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely got that. He also like we were watching last night, and like he literally looks like he could be your next door neighbor. Fan. <laughs> Uh, doesn't in shape. Like if I just walked outside and saw him mowing the grass, and be like, oh, like some guy. See that? Yeah, I can. And see he steps that. on the floor and he crushes you for forty-eight minutes. Like there's no stopping him. I'd love to see somebody stop him. I don't know how how you do it. No, he, he, yeah, he's he's a master. He's masterful. All right, I you you Something told me on the this team is like I don't know about the depth. They don't have right, much like, depth. It's better than it has no. been in the past because like you're now ha- it's you're a lot better. Tim, you're getting Tim Hardaway off the bench now, which I like. I yeah, um, I like Hardaway. I like I don't mind Kleber. Kleber is you know he's a zero. Yeah, the issue is the Derek Jones Jr. the Kleber, Jaden Hardy even kind of is trash. Dwight Powell doesn't even play anymore. He hasn't played in like two years, I don't think. So Although when you get in the playoffs and you're like cutting down a seven eight man rotation, like that might be okay. Yeah, I mean they could they could have an eight man rotation with with Hardaway and Gafford on the bench. Yeah, they could they gotta get there, but they're out Mm -hmm. of the they're out of the play in conversation. They're at the five seed. Yeah. I mean they like they've quietly won seven games in a row. I think they're the hottest team in the league right now. I didn't know that. I'm looking at that right now. The Celtics have won seven in a row as well. But yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. Uh you're you sold like me. a normal week in Boston. You you've sold me. I it, this is such recency bias too, because I watched the whole game last night and I don't watch that many games. I was like, this I'm like drooling over watching them play basketball. And Kyrie and, will have like And it's funny because they're eviscerating fourteen points. They're eviscerating the Suns who we've already been over has no defense whatsoever yeah 
So we'll give it a couple more games with the new roster and maybe maybe Yeah, yeah, that's right. But I I I definitely they're definitely are itching the top ten. For me. You sold me. Alright. Uh okay, what eh, I was gonna do some hypothetical, but there's no point until we all play. We can't make it. Um what's next? No, what is it? I'm just curious. I was just gonna say like what what kind of guy would you add to have with Luca and Kyrie? Like a, not not even like a big like, a, I, just like I think like mm-hmm. give me like four three and D guys. I, I was just gonna say give me, give me KCP. Like four, give me like just give me KCP. Yeah, KCP. Give me Trevor Reza. Yep. Give me freaking like Robert Covington. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want I want those guys. Give them all. That's what they should be looking yeah, for. They need a Morris brother. I think they've already had a couple Morris brothers. Morris brother. <laughs> but they definitely need another one. A Bruce Brown off the bench would be sick. Oh, that would be excellent for them. Bruce Brown would be perfect for Luca. Prime Migudala. Not even prime, like, lately post-prime, but still playable. <laughs> um, anyway. What you got? What we got, six? Six? Yeah, you're up. Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, okay. I have the Bucks as well. Ooh, look at that. All right. Uh, the Bucks. I I almost kept knocking them down. It can't be losing to the Grizzlies, man. G. <laughs> Jackson. Just it can't happen. Don't sleep. G. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Fair the, enough. They're they're in trouble. They're in trouble, and I don't yeah. like any of the quotes that Doc Rivers is saying. Like Doc Rivers comes out like every week, and he's no, like, he's he's like, this is hard, guys. Man. You guys know this is hard, right? <laughs> Not a lot of people do this. It's like I wanted to wait till the All Star break to take this job, but I just couldn't help myself, and I I had to step in. And uh, shut up, Doc. You're playing with freaking Giannis. No excuses. The and he's always like the quote this week. I heard he was Doc Rivers comes out and says two other teams were interested in giving me a call before the Bucks before we took the Bucks job. What? What are these quotes accomplishing? And <laughs> that's what I don't understand with any of these quotes. What have have they been accomplishing this past this past couple weeks? It's it's oh they it's hard to do this midseason. Oh these players need to get on board and they and it's it's hard to send a message. I like what's he try? He's just trying to throw his team under the bus. Why did take and. Uh, I'm just keep thinking about quotes now. Another one that he said he called when the Bucks called him up for the job. He said, "This is a bad idea," and then he took it anyways. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like who are you kidding, Doc? I like if he didn't have that ring with the Celtics, where is he at today? Like, seriously, I don't know. I really don't know. And you like, know, what is his resume? He wins games in the regular season with star players. And then he blows and then never wins games. in the playoffs. Like he got He's gotten the most chances out of anyone who has like not that impressive of a resume, if you look at it. Oh. The Clippers team was freaking loaded every year. And then he goes to the Sixers and coaches them bead. And like now he's taking over this job with Giannis and they still suck. And they're almost like I don't know if they're worse. Like they're 
They, like the past five games, they've they've won like two. They had that game against the the Nuggets. Yeah. Where when the did Nuggets he take- gave up? And then they beat the Hornets. <laughs> like yes, congrats. Yeah. Hey, they're they're yeah. and they vote like. They got blown out by the Heat at home, which is rough. And then losing to the Grizzlies by any margin in any location is rough. Blown out by the Jazz. When you're Milwaukee. Yeah, that's Lost not good either. Lost to the Trailblazers on the 31st. Mm-hmm. Like, these are teams at the bottom of the league, man. You can't be losing to Trailblazers. Yeah. No. Timberwolves smoked them, too. Oh yeah. I mean, they almost put the hammer on them at home. Now they got to go back. Like they got to go back to Minnesota tonight after losing to the Grizzlies. I know it, they had like, to all break, and then they have to go to Philly. Hopefully, like this. Yeah, is... you you think like that was like the recuperation period for them? Hopefully, hopefully this week they you know Doc Rivers got together with his team and he coached them a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, all that being said, we still have them at six. I know, because they have Giannis. What's, what's your explanation? <laughs> my, they have Giannis, and that's that's all that matters. Giannis this year has been more yeah, locked right. in than I've seen him ever. He looks like a madman out there. He he's angry. He, he could win MVP. He could win MVP, but they I, they need to. They can't be three and seven in their past ten. For, yeah. for them to win. Uh, I I like. They're come come playoff time when if as long as Doc doesn't have his hands, I guess, too full, if the players are playing, I like I think they're better than Cleveland. I think they're better than the Knicks. I think they're better than the Sixers. Yeah. Uh well Sixers without Embiid. I don't know with Embiid or not. But like there's no You're still better. No one on any of those no one in the East besides this besides, I mean, bias, but you know, bleed green, baby. Besides the Celtics, they don't have no one else has size to compete with mm-hmm. Giannis at this point because you can say Cleveland has size, but they've got like we just talked about how they they not, their two big men don't have offense. Uh, the Knicks have size with Randall, but it's Julius Randall, and the Sixers don't have Embiid as of currently. So mm-hmm. there's there's a ton. There's a ton in their in their way that because with the with the dull Doc Rivers and stuff, but they still have the talent and probably the best player in the league on their team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you you have to believe that that um, oh, I guess it's regressed to the mean. Although regress is is good in this in this situation. Um, they're seventeenth in defensive rating. Which, like, I don't know if you can be a real contender and be that low it's, in defense. It's pretty crazy what if happens. If they want an offense, it'd be one thing. But It's crazy what happens when you win uh, or when you get rid of your defensive point guard for uh, offensive. Yeah. Changes a lot. Yep. But, <laughs> I mean, I hope maybe Pat Bev helps in a couple games. Maybe he gets his feet in. Yeah. Who knows? Um. Still a long way to go. That's kind of the point of this list. Next up, five. I wonder if we what if we nailed this? That would be such a wise guys thing. If we just nailed this top. Six. That would be funny. Clippers. All right, what do you got? Okay. Whew, I have a Timberwolves. <laughs> All right, nice. 
Uh, uh, you go first. Sorry about the Clippers. All right, Clippers, possibly the deepest team in the league. Uh, Kawhi Leonard has been playing like Kawhi Leonard from Toronto. Um, the they Harden has been playing playing well. He hasn't been pouting yet. Uh, Westbrook's great off the bench. Paul George is healthy and playing. Uh, they don't even use PJ Tucker. Terrence Mann's out there. Norman Powell's great for them. Uh, they I love the Daniel Tice Mason Plumley combo and Zubach, just like the interchangeable foreign white guys. It's like oh, one of the centers is just some some European. Um, Plumley's not European. Who? Yeah, Plumley. Oh, where's Plumley? Is he, is He's he an American, American, right? I don't. They all went to Duke. All the Plumley brothers. He's from Fort Wayne, Indiana. He looks like he's from Indiana. He does look like he's from. But they—they're a really fun team to watch. They and they—they have one of the best coaches in the league in Ty Lue. There's nothing like that. I don't know what to say about this team because they just kind of are hitting it on all cylinders right now. They—they they could use like come playoff time. It'll be interesting to see. Who wants the ball late in the game? If Harden wants to be this unselfish like he has been all season, um, what if if Westbrook's still going to be content off the bench? And who's going to be actually playing? Who's going to be healthy and who's going to be active during mm-hmm. the playoffs? That would be would be the concerns. But there there could be some some worries with their centers going up against Jokic in the playoffs or going against the Timberwolves in the playoffs. But they got. They got this 2016 All Star team, and they're all healthy. Yeah, I mean, this like I, I was very skeptical about the move to get Harden, and I still am because it's February, and like we've we've seen it it work out in the regular season, and even in the first few rounds of the playoffs. Um knows if it continues to work out like once once they have to play the Nuggets uh, or they have to see the, the Timberwolves in the playoffs. But I think in terms of just pure like firepower, they're one of the most unbeatable teams right now. And I think that as the games get more intense, as the stakes go up, the defense will get better because of how good Y and PG are on that side. Like these, these are two of the best two-way players in the league. Mm-hmm. And I know they've gotten a little bit older, but well, and this like, has been the vision you... the whole time, and they're finally healthy together. Yeah, right. So I think it definitely a big part of it is is will they stay healthy? Um, and the other part of it is just Harden. Like, what happens when the playoffs come around? And it, it's like, I feel like we keep convincing ourselves not even convincing ourselves but just keep asking ourselves the same question every year where it's like well is this the year that like he doesn't blow a series and i think it helps that he's the third best player on this roster right now um i like i don't know if it's if it's enough to get them through i guess that like that's a conversation we'll have in a, in a few months but like right now i think that i think that they're they're the second best team in, in the west Regardless of standings, I think they're they're right up there. I have a couple other West teams above them, just because the West is it's hard to get at these. You got to nitpick it's at loaded. the top. Yeah, you got to nitpick at the top for these. You West do teams. have to nitpick. Um, 
so I, I I do I like the Clippers a lot, and it seems like there's a lot of buzz. Everyone in the mate, like everyone thinks that there's a chance that they could make it to the finals this year. This year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think I think like this is definitely the best chance they've had by by far. I agree, I thousand percent agree. Uh, and it's it's funny, like yeah, you know, it's it's almost like a survival game with them. It's like, and they make it to the playoffs fully healthy. That's you got deep. four dudes that are. 34 years old. Yeah. It'll be a battle. It'll be those those last couple games, I wonder. And they're not allowed they haven't been allowed to load manage, right? It's it's weird. They can't rest like two of their stars, I'm pretty sure. They can rest one of them, but I don't think they can rest two of them. But I'm pretty sure I'm guessing all four of them count as stars. They all have the not Westbrook. Although people show up to see him. Oh yeah, there's a Westbrook following. Like, yeah, it's weird. It's never gone away. All right. Uh, speaking of, right, of Westbrook. Um, oh wait, no, actually, no. Your 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 fifth team's different. Go ahead. Yes, I I got the Timberwolves at five. Okay. I know that they're the one seed in the West. I'm just not. I'm not fully sold yet on this team. And I think it, it like it might be a bias, a predetermined bias that like I don't like cat. I'm not a cat guy. And I've seen Gobert just get completely neutralized in the postseason. It was against the Clippers actually that did it to him when he was on the Jazz and he was defensive player of the year. And it's like his presence out there is is awesome, but when you just space the floor against them and he has to go out and guard the three. He can't do it. And I'm curious as to how that's going to work. But this Timberwolves team who, like, it's just not that great of a scoring offense. Like, you have Cat and you have Edwards, and then, like, I don't know, like, Jaden McDaniels doesn't really do it for me. You have Mike Conley, who's, like, a 1,000. Um, I don't know if they, like, they just might have enough, not have enough guys points like when like edwards is gonna have to be ball dominant in the in the playoff yeah the the thing that let me i'm gonna do a little bit of both on convincing you and agreeing with you i i have them a little bit higher not too much higher but a little bit higher and the the gobert argument those utah teams were not fit to they were not fit for when they spread out Gobert. They're, the the other the secondary defenders on the team, the wing defenders, were not uh, were not able to to make the right switches and help out Gobert. So it wasn't all on him, and that's why he looked expo- as exposed as he did. That can still happen. They can still space the floor and make him guard the three, and that can still happen. But their secret weapon is Nas Reed. Uh, a starting center that is just chilling on their bench as their six man. Uh, he can come in a- and guard that three. He's a little bit quicker than Gobert. He's still good defensively. He's still a big man on the inside. And that that's their secret weapon for the playoffs when when that happens. On the offensive side, there's a there's a maturity issue with this team. They have Conley as their only like adult in the room. And, and then it's just, 
Ed, why, hey, watch Edwards do cool things. Hey, watch Anthony mm-hmm. Ta- watch Carl Anthony Towns shoot a bunch of threes. Um, you're Take right, fifty when, shots in a game. Yeah, when come playoff time, it's it's a big drop off between so Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards scored twenty two points and twenty six points respectively, and then it goes down to thirteen points a game. There's not even a sixteen mm-hmm. points a game score. There's not a fifteen points a game score on this team. Uh, and then their starting point guard is 10 points a game. Shane McDaniel's starting small forward is 10 points a game. Um, they, they're great on the defensive side of the ball. Mike Conley's a great leader. They do other things on the floor. But come playoff time, when the whole focus is going to be on Anthony Edwards, they're going to let Carl Anthony Towns shoot. I'll give you – like, we watched them lose to Charlotte when when Carl Anthony Towns scored 60. So – they they're gonna let him shoot in the playoffs as long as Anthony Edwards doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. Jordan rules him. Mm-hmm. The what stays their, on the ground. The the thing going for them though is their defense. They they can they have a lot of size. Yeah. And they can really disrupt other teams. Um, but I I, I do wonder about their offense. Yeah, and the other thing that worries me about defense in the regular season is, like, I feel like it's a lot of just effort, mm-hmm. you know? And it, it's a pretty young team, and, like, you have a guy who's proven to be one of the best defenders in the league in, in Gobert, and then, like, you just have guys that have energy. And I don't know, like, come playoff time when it gets amped up and, like, everyone's playing with that same energy, I don't know... Like, it's not going to be as big of an advantage. Um, and I'm not saying that, like, to knock them. Like, they've earned their first in defensive rating. Like, they've been the best defensive team so far this year. I just worry about, like, points at the end of games. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I feel like there's, there's guys that you play against that if you're in a close game, they're getting a bucket no matter what, right? Like, think about a Durant or a Kawhi. Where it's like even if you have the best defense, that's in the what league, they hope. That's what they hope. I'm not trusting. Right, and he's he's got to be that, and it's a it's a big ask. It so, is, and it, he's that's where my. The, I think the other key my, is uh, he's like 20 years old. Yeah, he's like 22. Is he 22? Yeah, I just I, I knew he was 22. Yeah, 22 years old. Uh, right there, yeah. he's got a long time before he's leading them to the finals. And they might be the yeah. one seed this year, and it, 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 everyone's going to be talking about on Twitter how it reminds them of Utah, and it's all the same story. But you got to be patient with these guys. I mean, come twenty four. Yeah, it's not it's not a Utah situation. Be, You're right about that. Yeah. All right. Next up, this is another team that's like they are. I we we criticized them a lot when they made the Gobert trade. It didn't we didn't really understand the fit, but. Um, they Clearly, we're being proven wrong. Yeah, they made it work. They made it work, and they're they're doing things the right way. It's another team, kind of like the Knicks, where like I don't think the the finals is in their reach this year, but they just continue to build the right way. Like they're they're on the right track. I mean, obviously, you're on the right track to the first seed in the freaking conference. Yeah, and it's funny. Both these teams that we just ranked, uh, we didn't like their 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 latest trade. Yeah. All right. Um. Next up, number four, I have the Oklahoma City Thunder. I have Thunder as well. Okay, no. This so, is the most fun team in the NBA, I think. 
like when you can just throw out guys that are like 22 23 like the whole freaking team i know like we talked at the deadline how they should have gotten a another guard like a vet um i think gordon hayward right that was the yeah deadline edition yeah um but chet is like has become one of my favorite players to watch i think and i alluded to it earlier but uh, SGA is having a, an MVP level season. And he's just become a guy who's like, I'm not talking about a Kawhi or a Durant when somebody at the end of the game, no matter who's guarding them, you need them to get a bucket and they go do that. He's becoming that for the fun. And that's something that you need to make a deep playoff run. Like, you need a guy where it's there's, there's 20 seconds left. We're not calling a play. His ball. We're going to get him into one-on-one, and we're going to live and die by that. And I think there's no question that he's that guy. I think they're like... It's hard to say that they're not a finals contender because of how good they... It's it's like kind of a similar situation to Timberwolves because I feel like they're still a year away from competing with like teams that have been at before. This is the brightest future of any team in the league right now. Like, you somehow, like, got shy as along with those 18 draft picks or whatever. And you've just nailed every pick. Chet, like, missed a whole year. You're worried about that. doesn't matter. And they have a good bench. It's just that everyone's, like, 17 years old. That's the only – it's yeah, literally the only the problem. Issue. With the team, you know? That's the issue is that they – It's the only problem. Yep. They're and fourth in offense and defense. They, you're right. Everything you said is, is correct. They are the most fun team to play out there or to watch out there. Uh, they have every piece you could want on a team. Uh, but the, like, the only issue is all the pieces are a little too small to fit in the puzzle. Yeah, they're like our age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you have. Guy's 25 and he's like the oldest player on the team before yeah, Hayward. They, they traded for Hayward. And the only reason that anyone could come up with is, oh, they just needed a, an old guy in the room. They signed up. Yeah, he's like I, their dad. I don't know if this is recent or not, because I know they cut, they cut Poku, which was I was I was devastated mm-hmm. they cut Poku. But they got Bismack Biombo, which uh, as a, as as we were talking about after the trade deadline, as a Chet insurance. Uh, I I'll take some Bismack Biombo. Biombo. He's he's seen some wars. He's seen some battles. Uh, and oh yeah, that's what this it's team so needs. That's what He's been on needs. the front line. That this team needs to be on the front line. The Shea has been in through into some playoff series. Uh, he faced the Rockets when okay when uh, CP3 was on their team, and then after that they like he they need this is this is it. They they're probably gonna make at least to the second round, and it's gonna be like kind of like. Uh, the welcome home party for this this finals run that or mm-hmm. finals not run but finals hype that they're gonna get for the next like five years, and they might be like two or three years away, but the hype is gonna start this year when everyone sees them on the national stage. Yeah, I don't know if the, I don't think they're two or three years away. I think like this this is the year where they need. That's all. And, like, it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world for them to make a run to the Western Conference Finals. No, I, I wouldn't think so either. Um, 
at the West is just so good, and there's so much still. The, the oh. and there's other the even the bad teams are like the Lakers and at this point like the Kings yeah right and the Warriors <laughs> like you don't want to see Steph Curry in the first round no and the Kings I wouldn't want to see the Kings in the first round either yeah uh, I, uh, even I though either. I think they don't have every team from like one to ten yeah like like oh great OKC's the the two seed they get to face the Warriors. Even though the Warriors have been bad all year, it's like great. Congrats, you get to face yep. the Warriors. Um, yep. But they, they were right. Definitely by far the brightest future. They have all these assets and like 17 more draft picks. They're going to be loaded for bear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm excited to see what they can do. It's funny. I'm excited to see what, Hort, what Gordon Hayward can do on this team if he actually ends up playing. Because mm-hmm. that was like such like a random move and let's shout out to the hornets out there they got the kid from trey Mann from florida uh he was in he was in that okc deal for gordon hayward and he's been balling on the Hornets. Hmm. so you know i don't think it's like they're not gonna miss they're not gonna miss him but it'll be i, I hope i hope to see yeah. gordon hayward play yeah thank um and a role outside of just team dad so three, I'm guessing you have the Clippers. Yep. And then I which I'm this. like, I was looking back at the schedule, and it's, it's tough to put them ahead of the the Thunder and the Timberwolves when they just lost to both of them, like their last five games. <laughs> exactly. But I already said it, so I'm sticking by it. That's funny. Recency bias comes out. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that means that means we have the same top two. Same. Yeah. You thought I and I I wanted to put the Nuggets at one. I did. I mean, it was my I, initial I've, thought. I've always been under this and... rule where the, the defending champs, until proven otherwise, should be the number one. Yes, but I'm not gonna not put my team. I'm like when you when you break it down, like it would be. I think it would be malpractice to not have the Celtics at one. They're first in offensive rating and second in defensive rating. Do you not understand how like? Redonkulous that is. It's nuts. This team is nuts. Like this, this is one of the most dominant teams since the seventy-three and nine Warriors. They're on that level, I think. They, it, 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 they, they, they just like beat the shit out of terrible teams. Yeah. They, they whoop on bad teams, and they. The only thing that's the next by is, fifty the other night. Oh, I, I remember. It was devastating. Um, for the for the Nets, I mean, come on! How do you like? What do you even come out to halftime with that? They scored a hundred at half. <laughs> but the not hundred at half. I think it was like seventy something at half. But um, I I what scares me with this team that we've already talked about is end of the game situation. Tight game, mm-hmm. uh, you know, important game, and. They they have the good defense for them. Earlier, before the trade deadline, you know they played the Nuggets in a game that ended very similar to every playoff loss ever. Um, they had a really weird Celtics or Lakers loss at home with the the LeBron just never. That was him. weird. And yeah. Austin Reeves just had like thirty. Just like <laughs> And that 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 was weird, just because like this season specifically, like there hasn't been that many 
games like that where it's like, oh, team's just not in it today. Um, yeah. But for all in all, as of right now, when they're healthy and Porzingis is out there and everything's clicking on cylinders, they are unstoppable. They have a bunch of they have even more mm-hmm. depth now, and I, like they're it's it's been their title to lose for like the past two years, but this really is seems like this is it. You had this has to be. Um, there. This has to be the year that they win the finals. Yeah, and like the, the we were a little worried about the the Porzingis fit. Uh, he fits perfectly. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I don't think you can you can debate that at all. No, when I, when you watch one of their games and, and you watch him, like when you key in on him, you're like, this is literally like the perfect offense for him to play in right now. I completely agree. I, I can't believe I was worried about it. I can't believe I was worried about how he'd fit in and how he's been playing. Um, the only worry is that can he stay on the floor and can he be out there for mm-hmm. the, the playoffs and stuff. Uh, that's the same thing with Drew Holiday. Like he's just he's getting a little old, and it, he needs to be. I can't believe they got Drew Holiday that easily. Oh, I know, and he's like not and and with the emergency, how good Derek White has been. He's like he's almost an afterthought sometimes. Yeah, he is. He's the fifth best player in the starting lineup. Oh yeah, yeah. It it's an insane lineup. Um, and they got on the at the trade deadline. They got Xavier Tillman, who they haven't really used yet, and they got James Springer, who haven't really used yet. So it'll be interesting to see if they fit in. But if not, like they have, they have the guys right now. So. We'll have, to, we'll have to see what they do in the playoffs. Uh, let's talk about the Nuggets. I don't want to not give them yeah. some credit here. The most cohesive team in the league. The team that knows what they're doing, I think, the most out of the, out of the league. And Had an off year. They, they have had an off year. I don't think... There's definitely a little finals hangover here. That's what I was going to say. I think it's a little bit of a finals hangover. Like, let's just try to keep a, keep a five seed, you know... We know how we can win and how yeah, we can get play in. these guys. Um, and we'll worry about effort when we need to, I guess. Uh, there'll be nights where right. Jokic just doesn't even shoot the basketball because he doesn't even feel like it. <laughs> like, he'll, uh, like, you could see this, the stat line. It's like, oh. Took, last night, I think, they beat. Against the Wizards? I'm sure. Yeah, he still had 21. Just, he was 10 of 10 from the floor, though. Yeah, that's, it's like he'll just Like 10 like, shots for him is nothing. No, and it's always – it's probably like – Oh, these are ten shots that they completely get. Like I, I, I'm gonna score. Like it's because you, you got ten for ten. They were all like yeah. just the little like one hand dinkers from inside the paint. It's just like not even fair. He had 19 rebounds and 15 assists, also without missing a shot. That's <laughs> disgusting. That's insanity. What are you supposed to do against that? He is the most incredible player. I don't like. I don't know. I honestly don't know. What ha- uh, where what happened to Denny? Where the what happened to the forty piece? Come back to the five after All Star break. The momentum broke. I know momentum the damn All Star break. Yeah. Terrible. I, I saw five points here. <laughs> I saw the video from this from this game where Jordan Poole just bounce passes it like straight to a nugget. <laughs> it's like every night. There's something cool, and he like he gets way too much hate. I feel. 
I feel bad like, for it. I see too. on Snapchat, well, like one of the stories, it's like Jordan Poole makes the worst play in NBA history. I'm like, all right. Like, he's you're so... just taking cheap shots at this point because he's easy to hate on. He does suck. He's in terrible. All I, like, I, I it's like, it's cheap. The fall from grace. They're cheap that, shots. That they are cheap because, like, it's got to be making it worse. And it's just, oh, this poor guy has never been good. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Um, the. Yeah, yeah. But what the issue, I think, for the Nuggets is, you know, their nine, ten-man rotation isn't as good as it was last year. But as we were talking mm-hmm. about with other teams, with the Mavericks, once you cut that down to eight, it's the same team as last year pretty much. They're missing uh, they're missing DeAndre. They don't have Bruce Jordan. Brown. No, do they have – they have Jordan. Never mind. And, uh, Bruce Brown, that's what it was. They're missing Bruce Well, he didn't – and uh, Jeff Green was the other guy they brought to the bench, right? Yeah. So the and then like Christian a little Braun's bit of Christian Brown, role. yeah, Christian Brown's taking that role. Reggie Jackson's taking that role, and rookies like Mr. November or Mr. June. Mr. June, which yeah, one was Mr. it? June. Mr. June. November. Mr. October was baseball. Reggie, yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Mr. June is. is Got this it. One. Um, and they have a couple of rookies yeah. that have been trying to fill that role, but hasn't. They haven't gotten enough minutes and gotten enough flow to get their to get their game in. Yeah. Um, they. They just need to stay healthy. They they have they're thinner than they were last year, so they need to stay healthy and make sure their guys are healthy. Definitely, yeah. With how effortless Jokic plays basketball, it's it it's almost like you, you almost feel stupid not picking them to to go to the finals in the NBA Finals. Yes. But yep, it it really will be a fascinating playoff run. There's so many good teams, at least in the West. The, it's it's the deepest. This this whole league itself has been the deepest that the NBA has been in our whole lifetime yeah. for sure. Like, look at the yeah, awesome. look at the if you look at the and all you need to do is look at the West All Stars to figure that one out because the East All Stars they get a little hair. You know, there's a couple Scotty Barnes thrown in there and Paolo, which I like Paolo a lot. But, um, Scotty Barnes would be a superstar in this league. <laughs> one of the best quotes ever. Um, all right, well, you're you're running out of time, so let's just do this this parlay. We'll, we'll have to skip college corner for today. We're doing something new, something I'm I'm very excited for. So I have one of these. Yes. It is a 2023-2024 NBA trading cards, NBA hoops by Panini, eight cards per pack. What we're gonna do is I'm gonna pick out three cards from here, um, and if they're all three available to be in a parlay we're gonna make a parlay out of them uh if not i'm gonna replace them with another random one draw another yep so i have yeah, the gonna... ready to go all right you have them up i should get some, my fan duel up before i pick all right all right i'm picking up i'm picking out of the middle of the pack first player we have who is this mark williams that wiggins from the... no mark williams oh mark williams okay all right um, Mark Williams. Are they playing today? Should we do if they're not they're playing? They're playing today? at Golden State. Oh no, they're playing today. All right, sweet. Uh, What's Mark Williams' line? Is he healthy? Oh, is he not available? Um, no, I don't see him on FanDuel. Mark Williams. <laughs> he no. might be out. That's brutal, especially for my Charlotte fans out there, because uh, I know that if. I don't think he's uh I don't think he's playing today. 
That's true. Won't play it, yeah. Yeah, lingering right. back issues. Well, that's a shame. The first one was a dud. <laughs> we're going in. We're going back in. Who we got? Uh, Scoot Henderson from the that's Trailblazers, it. a rookie card. All right, that Scoot Henderson. Huge. Um, that. So who's They're going up against the Nuggets? Okay, what's his uh, assist line? I don't. Assist line zero. <laughs> no, Scoot out two. You gotta be shitting me. <laughs> This is what stinks about the NBA. It's like you can't just pull out a card and pick a player. Yeah, I did the injury list. Yeah. So he's not playing. All right. Well. All right. We're over two. We still got. I still got. I guess still got three more packs over here. So we can just keep pulling. All All right. We're fine. We're fine. Um. Oh, Tobias Harris. The seventy six. They played last night. No, they're playing tonight. They're playing the Cavs. Most teams are playing back to back. Gotta be playing. Come on, Tobias. They're hosting the Cavaliers. Player points. Tobias Harris is playing. He All right, we're is there. in. He's there. He's there. He's there. Seventeen and a half is the points. Okay. Uh, one and a half threes. I was. I just went to that. I literally just. I like the one and a half threes. I'm not gonna lie. Plus one eight. I got it. Uh, you can get it at one eighty. Plus one eighty. Pretty good. Let's see his his game log. About his rebounds. What's his game logs and rebounds look like? Uh, last four was four rebounds, seven, six, seven. Mm, that five and a half. What's his total at? Five and a half. I mean, he's hit it in four of the last five. Last night he hit it in four straight. Playing against the Cavs, that should be a close-ish game, right? Yeah, that should be close. The uh, the three pointers is not does not hit very often. Okay, um, there's so a reason that's plus odds. It looks like his rebounds are where he should be working here. I don't hate the rebound. All right, I'm gonna write it down. All right, next next player, come on, give us something good. Malik Monk, are the Kings playing today? Sacramento, uh, I don't see it. No, they're not playing today. Let's see if if not, we'll add them in for like the parlay tomorrow. I guess we'll see if we can get someone who's playing. Yeah. Um. Devin Vassell from the Spurs. They're playing the Lakers. Devin Vassell playing. Let's see. Player points. Devin Vassell. 21 and a half <laughs> points. You want it you want to take his under? Yeesh. <laughs> 21 and a half seems very high for Devin Vassell. That can't be right. Uh let's see. He goes under 58% of the time. His last three, he's averaging 17. Yeah, I don't hate the under. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate the under at all. What's his... uh? Is LeBron playing? Yes. I'm assuming he is. Yeah, he's on the book, so I'm guessing he's playing. 
right, yeah, I'm I'm down for for under for under twenty one and a half. Then sell, make it easy. Let's not overthink. Right. Now, there's only a couple cards left, so I'm shuffling them. Boom. Well, who we got? Keontae George. Rookie. I don't know if he played. Rookie. That's a weird pull. About that. Come on. George, George. Well, Utah's uh, not playing today. All right. Okay. No, he's been awesome. Sadly, Utah's not playing now. Does Utah? Yeah, they don't. All right. Oh, well. Let's see what else we got. Um, well, I already looked. And Marvin Bagley. The Wizards aren't playing, right? No, they are. Should we take no, Marvin they are. Bagley They're playing at the take... Thunder. All right, should we take Marvin Bagley or should we take uh, Donovan Mitchell? Let's do both. Let's uh, do both. Let's I do mean, both. we do have both, all right? Yeah, let's do both. All right. Breaking um, our, our only rule here. Yeah, we had three. <laughs> all right. Uh, Bagley. His points are eleven and a half. His rebounds are six and a half. It's six and a half. And he missed a lot of shots. Six and a half rebound. I like six and a half. He's the only rebounder on the. Like, I was like, gonna say, Denny, like, he, guy he, yeah, he's he's in the Gafford role, and Gafford average like ten. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's hammer it. All right. He's gotten 10 and 13 his last two games without Gafford. The bag man. I believe in the bag man. Bag man. All right. Yep. All right. Also, love that. Shout out Bagley. Who's our other one, I, Mitchell? I love his, uh, his resurgence. Yeah. Mitchell, who's playing the Sixers. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to find another one. All right. Points are twenty six and a half. That seems a little rich for me, but a lot. three and a half threes. That is also a little rich for me. I know. I'm a huge fan of any of these. I like his. Five and a half rebounds is a lot. I have met Fanduel's in the four and a half, but I if yeah five and a half is a lot. Uh, okay. What's his? DraftKings have him. He averages five point two. Didn't play last night. So Ooh. Yeah. I think maybe, he's scoring a lot then. Yeah, I was gonna say, maybe he's taking the load. <laughs> he's scoring. Um and what did we say that was? Twenty six and a half? Ugh, so high. The average is twenty eight though. So like we're what getting if- the point there. What if just because it's if we're throwing it in, why don't we take a lower total? Okay, so like twenty. Like DraftKings has them like twenty five and a half, even like yeah, even like twenty points. To score twenty five is plus uh six one one sixty five. Not plus. Wait, it's say minus, that again. It's minus one sixty five. Minus. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. To score twenty five points, so D Mitch. Four twenty-five points. I like it. All right, and that's our that's our first ever mystery parlay. 
here on the wise guys um if you enjoyed i i hope you i hope you liked it and you know comment how to how to make it better or suggestions and whatnot uh chris do we have enough time for college corner or you got to wrap it up we can get through real quick all right only thing i gotta say is the the gamecocks play their next home game at 12 o'clock oh not again at noon it was one last time that early it was one last time and i was in shambles so like noon i really gotta (laughs) i really gotta go to bed um it they it just killed my friday my next week's friday night it's the last friday night before spring break and it's uh it's it's completely it's gone it's it's ruined um my worry is like i really don't know when i need to is this like a nine nine o'clock type deal? <laughs> Probably not. That oh. No, no, definitely not. But gates open up at eleven, so I mean, like other people aren't gonna wake up that early, right? Ten. That's the mindset that I always. Have. <sighs> I know it's like people are actually gonna be in line at ten. Maybe they will. I don't know. And last, so know. the last game, the LSU game, which I talked about, I missed. I was like a minute late, and I I got I got second yeah. row instead of first. So and it's like the the okay. workers were they were like, oh, I thought you're normally in the front row. I'm like, oh, come on, it's <laughs> not my fault. I tried my best. That's brutal. Um, but yeah, that that's my only that's the only thing I got. Nothing on the the team itself. No, I mean they they haven't played a game since we last talked. The LSU did beat Kentucky, okay. so that looks good for us. Uh, Florida has been chugging along, uh, and every team that they face the rest of the season are all quad one games. So that's huge. Yeah, they have a big opportunity to really boost their their net rankings and crap like that, all their Ken Palm. Um, so you don't like Ken Palm? <laughs> I'm not a big fan. I understand the Ken Palm. I I get I get the logistics behind the Ken Palm, um, but the they have they have a huge opportunity to prove those guys and all the nerds nerds wrong and get some quad one wins, or whatever. I hope so. I hope so. I, I hope so too. They need to they need to show some uh show some signs of life. You know, in, in their last couple of weeks, I we talked about their stumble the last two games. I'm not too worried about it. Um, I think this team is surprisingly built a little well for March has a lot of depth uh, has two good point guards uh, and a third good point guard off the bench. Um, So I think they're low key built for March and maybe some of these bigger SCT teams are just the ones that are, that are really doing them dirty. So who knows, but we don't have a game until get out. Look, yeah, I haven't had a game since last weekend. So nothing new on the floor. Oh, oh, also, before you go, the there's going to be a soccer game at Williams-Brice Stadium in August. They just announced that today. Liverpool hey. versus Manchester United. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, like a huge game. Yeah, yeah. it's like massive. Right? Yeah, that's, that's big. Going to go? Uh, if I'm in town, I'll, be, I'll, I'll try to go. That seems cool. It seems like something worth maybe go into because I, I have one more semester here and uh so that might be worth going yeah. moving in a little bit early too yeah right in your backyard yeah um i 
am at the point where I don't know what nights we have games. On sad, sad, Tuesday man. night, I found out that we lost to Wisconsin. No. <laughs> and it was close. Uh, they lost by four at Wisconsin, which I'm, I'm sure they covered the spread. So I guess that's that's something. So, no real update on the team this year. But oh yeah, we did get a five-star commitment. You guys got a sweet recruit. Derek Queen from Baltimore playing down in Florida right now. He's the 10th or 12th ranked player in the country, depending on, on which rankings you look at. So, yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty big deal. It was that's huge. One of the longest recruitments I've ever seen. Maybe the longest, where it was like he was supposed to announce in November, and it just kept getting pushed back, and we're like, there's no chance he's actually signing here. It keeps getting pushed back. Like, something's off. But I guess he just wanted to play at home, which is which is awesome. His mom's been coming to, like, all the games, always wearing Maryland gear. So maybe he's just a mama's boy. But he's, like, he's sick. I've watched his highlights. He seems like he's he's not, like, your typical Big Ten big man. Like, he can pass. He can handle the Are ball. Are you saying he's athletic? They're, like. Yeah, <laughs> they're like he has hands, and I was like, "What? <laughs> we haven't had a big man that has hands in seven years." Um, so yeah, he's their their first five star since Jalen Smith, and obviously we know how how that turned out. So so hopefully, like I don't know, there's not really any guys left in this cycle, but hopefully this this class from this year is gonna improve. I know that like it's it's such a big leap going from your first year in college ball to your second. Uh, and even your second to your third. So I I think the future is bright for this team. They just need to keep keep doing well recruiting wise and like if you have good players you're gonna win games. Well and this is a so, future is bright. This is a bad season, but this is a transfer portal like eye opener though. They get to play with a five star, the number twelve yep. kid in the country, who I'm sure a couple of the guys in the transfer portal probably played some sort of AAU ball with him know him from somewhere oh yeah like that so that just opens up i mean it, it's a great great opportunity for maryland here and i all the quotes of that guy was was sweet he wants to bring a championship home you know this is all about home for him um and I, yeah I, i'm happy it's a it's a nice little silver lining for your your terrible season um yes it is it, it's almost like it's like, almost like you guys got a draft games, i'm like there's no way it's almost like yeah, right, you tanked. Yeah, you guys tanked the season for this kid, yeah. um, and it seems like it could be worth it. The only, the only thing that sucks is that you guys can't get your totally blank on his name right now, but your point guard to play with him, who's forty years old. Jameer. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame he's gonna That's have okay. to finally graduate. Oh, I mean, he's only been here two years. But yeah, it's it sucks for him to go out like this. But. Oh well, it is what it is. Um, I, you got you had to go at six or five thirty. That's the time. Thank you. Right on time. All you all for listening. We'll see everyone on. It's on Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, probably Tuesday. I don't see why not. We'll see everyone on Tuesday. Tuesday. Thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend. And.